If you've been listening to the podcast, you've probably heard me say I'm a huge, huge sports fan, and I've been a huge sports fan since I was a little boy, and I'm I'm getting old. So that means I've been a huge sports fan for like 40 years. <laughs> and, you know, we're a sports house. We play sports. We watch sports. And in particular, I'm a huge NBA fan. And in our house, one of our favorite players easily is Ja Morant, the star of the Memphis Grizzlies. Just a, to me, a special once-in-a-lifetime talent and one of the most electrifying players to watch in the NBA. Well, he's been suspended by his team, and there have been at least three incidents in the past year now with guns and jaw. And it's got to the point where I'm concerned. The league is obviously concerned. People that care about him are concerned. And we're close now to saying we need to avert disaster before something dangerous happens to this young man or he does something dangerous, which, according to some reports, maybe he's already done it. I don't know. I want to talk about how and why we have to avert a tragedy here. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King. And you're listening to the 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 breakdown. The the, the, the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. John Morant, who is the star of the Memphis Grizzlies, who just to be a bit of a sports nerd, they are the second team in the Western Conference rankings as we lead up to the playoffs in the NBA. A really, really strong team to to root for, to watch, and uh, Ja makes them incredibly electrifying to watch. He is, uh, for, for wrestling fans, there are some wrestlers called high flyers. Uh, ja is a high flyer. And, uh, you know, probably the most spectacular player to watch uh, because not just of his dunks, but just his spectacular leaps, even for rebounds and blocks and passes. Just an amazing player to watch. And he's put this team on his back and, uh, and has wheeled them into significance in the NBA. And one of the reasons Ja has been fun to watch is his father, T. Morant, goes to every game and is front row, rooting hard for his son, standing up for his son, representing his son. And it's been just kind of a beautiful father-son story. And we're always rooting for good stories and looking for good stories. And this was one of those stories of a young man that came to the NBA after just one year of college and hit the ground running. And was the number two pick in the draft, but people were saying, like, maybe he should have been the number one pick in the draft. He's just that special, that good. The team is good. Their team is well coached. He's got good players wrapped around him. And I knew a little bit about where Ja grew up and how he grew up. And listen, he did not grow up. I want to say this the right way without being offensive. Ja grew up in the suburbs. He grew up with 
you know, the, the love of love and support of a family that cared about him and would do anything for him. Uh, he had access to college and then made it straight to the NBA, really, while still a teenager. And maybe that's some of the problem, that last part, made it to the NBA while still a teenager. When you get to the NBA without your brain even fully developing, and we now know from multiple studies that the brain is developing into your early 20s. And I mean, like it is still physically growing and developing. You are not a fully formed human being until you're in your early 20s. And when somebody has been thought to be a star their whole life, in middle school, in high school, in college, and then you get to the NBA and you are literally a millionaire teenager. I, I couldn't imagine having millions of dollars when I was a teenager. And crowds are cheering for you and you have products with your name on it. In some weird ways, it can stunt your growth. And as I reflect on what I think are some of the really bad and dumb decisions that John Morant has made over the past year. A lot of it, I think, is just what it means to become a filthy rich superstar at such a young age. And here's the thing. If, if a thousand people become filthy rich super, superstars as teenagers, 500 may have no problems. You know, a few hundred more men barely have any problems. Who knows? But it's going to be a struggle for some people. And we see it all the time. And it's a struggle because all of a sudden, everybody wants to hang around you. Everybody wants to be with you. And before we knew it, we started learning stories just this season about what seemed to be some horrible decisions that John Morant was making. First, we learned that at his house this past summer, uh, he and some others were playing a pickup basketball game when a teenager, a, a, an underage child, uh, called the police and said that he had been assaulted, beaten by John ja Morant, and that John ja Morant pulled a gun on him. And a police record, I'm looking at the Washington Post story about this, um, According to the Washington Post, a police report was filed. It doesn't appear that any charges were brought, and sometimes fame can do that for you. But the NBA never really appeared to do anything about it, and which, is, which is interesting, particularly in light of what they tried to do with Kyrie Irving, who never broke a law, never assaulted anybody, and who has never been in real trouble a day in his life. And... I think that was maybe where things took a really sour turn for Ja at the point in which, if this report is true, he assaulted a teenage boy and pulled a gun on him and there were no repercussions. That then begins to give a young man the impression that he can do anything with no repercussions. Then we learn earlier this season after a game against the Indiana Pacers, and I want to reemphasize something I just said, a game. After a game. That's all this is. We, you know, we could say all oh, these games are important, but after a game against the Indiana Pacers, 
players and staff of the Indiana Pacers reported that Ja or someone with Ja pulled a gun on the team, on the Indiana Pacers, and pointed it at their team bus and turned the laser on the gun and was moving the laser back and forth on the team bus. Incident number two. Uh, Again, there appeared to be no real significant repercussions. There are rumors that a couple players were told they could no longer come to the arena. I don't know if that means the the Indiana arena. Like I'm not sure what you know, you know, or the or, or the Grizzlies arena, but that was the ramification. But the league did nothing. They did nothing when he was accused of assaulting a teen and pulling a gun on him. Did nothing when Ja or someone with him appeared to pull a gun on another team and pointed the scope and the laser at them. And then this weekend, Ja Morant was on his own Instagram Live, flashing what appeared to be gang signs, and then flashing a gun, laughing and smiling. And we don't know if that was a violation of the law. We don't know if he owns this gun legally, if you're allowed to have guns inside of businesses and clubs. But... All of it was just a bit of the straw that broke the camel's back. And people appeared to be saying, while no one could quite prove the first story and the second story, the third story was Ja proving it himself with a gun on his Instagram Live. And and I have mixed feelings about what has come next. And I want to share those feelings with you right after the break because... There is the potential for disaster here, for calamity, for tragedy. And I think there's a path to averting it. We also have to be careful that everything is still done fairly. I'll tell you what I mean right after the break. First and foremost, let me say, I am seriously concerned for Ja Morant. I'm concerned for the people around him. He definitely appears to be in a bit of a loop where he's making bad decisions. And when you make bad decisions with guns, you're putting yourself, your family, your loved ones, your future in real jeopardy. And what young people struggle to understand and I say this as somebody who used to be a young person who used to be a young person with a gun and who has faced down violence and gun violence myself and who has experienced it uh, who has lost loved ones and been shot at directly like gun violence is real I have I have faced it at multiple times in my life and understand the dangers, the threat, and have lost dear friends to all sorts of violence. You can attract what you put out. And, you know, you know, people call this the law of attraction. I'm not even talking about that. But when you put out any kind of energy, you should never be surprised when you get it back. So when you're flashing guns, Don't be surprised when people treat you like you have a gun. 
when you are beating people and pulling guns on them, don't be surprised if you get that energy back. And after the third gun incident with Ja in less than a year, in maybe nine months or so, part of what's frightening is, one, someone could get hurt. It could be Ja. And it appears until now that no one really planned on doing much about it. Because we don't even know if him flashing a gun on Instagram Live, we don't even know if that violates the law, if it violates team policy. You know, there's a, a lot we don't know. But it's a sign of how little Ja is thinking about his reputation, about the influence he has. You know, uh, Charles Barkley once made a famous commercial where he said, I am not a role model. And it's like, no, 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 no. You may be choosing to opt out of being a role model. You, you may be making that choice, but you're a role model whether you like it or not. Like you may be like abstaining from your responsibilities as a role model, but you're a role model. People are looking to you. And when anybody, not just kids, but particularly kids and young people, see John Moran of all people, beating a, a teenager and pulling a gun on him when they see him or his friends pulling a gun on a team, when they see him flashing a gun on IG, it creates a dangerous cycle where people are going to emulate him because John Morant to me is like the it guy in the NBA. Like there's more buzz about Ja than maybe anybody else in the league because he's that talented and he's super stylish and has a, a swag all of his own. And I do, Jaw is responsible for Jaw's own decisions. But I do think the Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA, and to a lesser extent, even his father, who is a, a public figure, his father is at every game, in the camera, doing interviews, a lot of people and organizations and businesses could and should have intervened before now. When a police report was filed that Ja beat someone and pulled a gun on them, something should have happened there. When another report was made that Ja or someone with him pulled a gun on the team bus of the Indiana Pacers, something should have happened. And I'm a little frustrated that they all made sure that something happened to Kyrie Irving when he tweeted this link, but seemed to do nothing when John Morant had his first two gun incidents, including an alleged assault, including pulling a gun. Both of those things had some illegality there. And they just let that stuff ride. And... I have no desire. I told you, this is my favorite player to watch in the NBA. I have no desire to see him jammed up. I only have every desire to see this man live a long, healthy, productive, fruitful life. Not just as an NBA star, but as a citizen, a human being, a young black man. I want no trouble on this man. And a lot of people that needed to be steering him in, in a better direction. 
putting some guardrails around him, some actual security and checks and balances around him, have failed this brother, for real. Including the Memphis Grizzlies, they failed him. Including the NBA, they failed him. And then finally when, you know, things hit the fan and he went public with his recklessness, then the NBA and the Grizzlies and others had to step up. And now he's been suspended. He's talking about his mental health. And it's like, okay, it is better late than never. But we have to hope and pray that we can avert some disaster and tragedy here. Because that's what's at, that's what's at stake. This thing could get really bad. And, you know, Memphis is, Memphis is a beautiful place. But anybody who lives there, it's also got a rough edge to it. And this is not the life in Memphis or anywhere else. The job really needs to be living. And my hope is that he can now be, everything can be fixed overnight, but that he can be put on a path to not just recover from this, but to really understand like, yeah, you're right. I need to be making better decisions. And I pray that some of the drama that he's caused, that, that there be nothing that comes back to him because of it, that he can heal from it, recover from it and pivot and put himself and his family and his team on a very different path. Listen, happy Monday. I'm about to take my kids to school. It's, it's early in the morning here as I'm recording this. Love and appreciate all of you. And if you're not yet subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do. And if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please go now to the northstar.com and join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.